0: Welcome to this episode of ISV Talks. I'm Carol Livingstone from Dynamics Connections. And on this episode, I'm excited to have Griffin Swanson from Professional Advantage. Welcome, Griffin.
1: Hey, Carol. Thank you for having me here today.
0: Yeah, it's super fun to have you. I'm excited to have our conversation today. So tell us a bit about yourself.
1: I am the channel product manager at Professional Advantage. I've been working with the company for eight years now. I found these guys in Fargo, North Dakota, kind of oddly enough, when I was a senior in college. Um, And one of the first things that they said when I signed here was that they'd be shipping me off to Denver. Couldn't sign that dotted line fast enough. But, yeah, I've been here for eight years now. And my primary focus is really around the sales and product development of our ISV modules. Mm -hmm.
0: I I noticed when I was looking at your background on LinkedIn, uh, you have a little business also that you ran when you were in college. Tell tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So when I was a sophomore, I actually dove into the social media game, a roommate and myself, and really just kind of took off with it. We started small and eventually were able to build a following over 1 million Twitter followers amongst (laughs) several different parody accounts. And really what parody accounts are is they're essentially entertainment accounts. And we just kind of found little niches that worked for us and built the following through that and in due time, we were able to create an apparel brand around one of the Twitter accounts too. So I still have some of the apparel here today in my apartment as we speak, but it was really what I did throughout college. I went to school and basically just worked on the social media side of things. So it was a really fun kind of business venture and something I still dabble a little in here today, but I uh, have the product manager role on top of that here as well.
0: I mean, that gives you a great background product. I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? You know, making sure that people understand the benefits
1: of
0: the the product in a fun way. So,
1: Absolutely. And it's free, right? It's completely free to use. I mean, with any of these social media outlets, whether it be in an industry like Microsoft or kind of the tech industry or something that's more passionate, focused on, you know, You could literally talk about, I guess, hockey, for example, something that I'm truly passionate about. So there are unlimited outlets with these social media kind of networks. And again, it's completely free to use. So I advocate that everybody take advantage of it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, tell us a little bit about Professional Advantage, their product, what products do they have, and kind of what their unique features are.
1: Yeah, so really what my focus is, we do have a staffing side of the business with Professional Advantage here as well. Uh, not something I typically work on on a day-to-day basis. Where more of my focus is, is the ISB products that we have. And so we have two collections modules, uh, Collections Management for Dynamics GP. And collect 365 for Microsoft Dynamics 365 Business Central and then we also have a company data archive module for Microsoft Dynamics GP too. Uh, Starting with the collections tools, the one that we developed for Microsoft Dynamics GP was in the late 90s and actually Microsoft took that product from us under an OEM agreement in the early 2000s and included it as a Core GP feature, eventually transitioning it back to us in 2013. So there's a lot of familiarity around collections in the dynamic space here today. But really, the ultimate goal with that is to spend less time collecting from your customers, improve your efficiency, and in return, improve your cash flow. And that's really what Collect 365 is designed for as well. Different ERPs and I think we all understand that things are going to look a little different but the goal ultimately re- remains the same there as well and then with company data archive it, it's really simple it's just trying to move historical data out of your dynamics gp environment today move that to what we call an archive company which users can still access run reports inquiries and smart lists on that historical data but by removing it out of their production system they start to see their day-to-day GP processes and really just day-to-day GPU start to speed up. So ultimate goal of that is get rid of your history while still being able to access it and really have a more functioning and efficient system in your production environment. So we've had some big ones and that's kind of a unique thing about the module too is a wide variety of different customers using the product. We have some who are very small, you know, five to 10 gigabytes of data where They've been on GP long enough to where they want to have it organized in a historical company. But that we've seen some that are one to two terabytes big. And obviously, those are very extensive archiving projects in itself. But when you have that much data, I don't want to say it's impossible to continue business without archiving. But it makes life very difficult for these users. We have some that, you know, are adding 20 to 30 gigabytes a month and they're just trying to keep on top of that when it comes to archiving. So yeah it is a wide variety of customers but the biggest I've seen is two terabytes. How many years that represented I was just the size. Yeah, that was the size. Um, I don't know if I know their years at the top ahead, but really a lot of those customers who do have that much data are looking at at least 10 plus years of being on on Dynamics GP. And we see some that go all the way back to the early 2000s. So um, that's a that's a trend, and I think we'll probably get into that here today, as into some trends. But yeah, just people being on GP. I don't want to say too long, but long enough to say, hey, time to time to get some stuff out of here that maybe not isn't considered relevant on a day to day basis anymore. Yeah,
0: exactly. What other PRP products are you compatible with?
1: Yeah, so right now for the core focus for us is Microsoft Dynamics GP with collections and company data archive, while kind of dipping our toes into the water to Business Central. As I mentioned, we have Collect 365 there, but across the board from our Australia team to our team in the London, UK, and here in the United States, we're all kind of collaborating to bring most, if not all, of our products that can make the transition from GP to Business Central um, and so, Collect Three Sixty Five was kind of the our first foot and step into the door for that. But we have a big roadmap ahead. I suppose is the right way to put it for adding all of our GP products to Business Central. So, yeah, those are really the two main ERPs that we focus on today. But we're also very open to other discussions for ERPs too. You know, I know Acumatica has been talked a little bit more about here as people are starting to make some transitions, but yeah, professional advantage as we record and do this interview here today, it is very GP and business central focus.
0: Microsoft. All right. Well, uh, tell me a story about how customers use your products and how they were successful and why.
1: Yeah. So from the collection side, there's really two different things that I have here that I want to mention. First, starters, we see some customers who, you know, they just have two uh, too large of an outstanding DSO. For example, we had a customer that had a DSO that which was around 46 days, and they were able to reduce their actual DSO by 11 days, shrinking that to 35, which is just more Uh-oh. money in their bank account. <laughs> yeah, and it and it improved their actual cash flow cycle. By 35%. And that's largely due to manual communication. That's typically what we see with customers trying to do their collecting today, is whether that be keeping notes on their own end or trying to share a spreadsheet or an Excel document throughout their customers and collectors, communication can often be difficult. And so we've seen these those types of customers who have been able to shrink their DSO and improve cash flow by eliminating the time that they're actually spending with their customers, you know, by having task lists that are created for them, automated notes that say, hey, this is what your follow-up is here for today, and then just being able to put customers on a collection plan, which automatically sends out these actions based off the invoice due date. So yeah, that one customer in particular was able to shave 11 days off their DSO within the first year of using it, which was, again, more money in their bank account, and everybody loves that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're right. A lot of people will print off their aging report and take the sticky note from last week and move it to this week with updated notes. And it's still it's not a really good way to kind of share those you know hist- historical notes and conversations and updates. And it's really manual, right? So yeah.
1: yeah, and especially with everybody you know not everybody, but a lot of people such as yourself and I working from home, yeah. you know communication only got more difficult from You know, you're not able to look across the desk or even within the same office and say, hey, here's what I'm doing here today, whether it be a collections or business practice in itself. So collections is, you know, communication is more important now than ever because people are working remote and having your notes centralized and being able to review what your other colleagues did within one main window is truly kind of a... I guess for us, a more important feature by the day due to the nature of where our business is heading.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Being remote, it's more important than ever to have a kind of centralized location like that for all those yeah. notes. So what are some of the new things that you're looking to introduce to add value to the products?
1: Yeah, so the collections management module, being that it has been here in Dynamics GP since the 90s, Microsoft took it for you know a decade plus, we're really taking on customer suggested features there. For example, our latest release that we just did, and I guess we can combine the last two releases together, we've added 20 new features to the module that were all customer driven. And so with a module that's been on the market for 23 plus years, there's a lot of things that are kind of set in stone for sure, but the customer suggested features, there's nothing better than hearing directly from the people using your product. So yeah, we've been able to kind of add that into collections for GP, but on the Collect 365 side of things, the biggest thing coming is our automation. And that's the really gonna be the core focus for us here over the summer we have some customers using it today and we believe we have a solidified product that allows users to do a lot of their day-to-day collecting again centralizing that communication keeping notes sending emails and being able to query your customer list but we still need to add the automation because again the goal reduce time spent collecting improve cash flow People want to see automation for that. So that's the biggest upcoming feature for Collect365. We're hoping for a fall 2023 release for that. And then on the company data archive side of things, actually, as I sit here today, we released a new version of that just yesterday. And we were able to release arguably the best feature, in my opinion, to the module to date. It's called the Company Data Archive Scheduler, and that's been there for two years now. But what we've been able to do with our latest release is expand a Monday through Sunday schedule. And so I can explain this a little bit here. The way our product works today is we recommend users are running the archive during their system down hours because it takes up a lot of SQL resources to run the archive process, as most understand. But that can be difficult for some customers, whether you're a 24 seven business or you just got a lot going on, especially as we approach here, Microsoft fiscal year end in June, you know, people are busy. And so we see a lot of people struggle with finding actual downtime to run an archive, especially when you have to manually start and stop the archive. With this scheduler here, we've completely eliminated that worry. for example we have a business that is 24 7 using the product the only downtime they have to archive is from midnight to 4 a.m nobody wants to wait around till midnight to start an archive let alone be up at 4 a.m to pause that archive so very beneficial to a customer like that and what it allows them to do is say hey monday through sunday i can pick a specific start and stop time on each individual day even if it is a one-hour time window or a 24-hour time window, this is allowing users to get a lot more creative and not have to actually physically be in attendance to start and stop the archive. It's all automated with this new feature.
0: That's brilliant. I love that.
1: I've been advocating for that one for quite a while now, but uh, Dev wanted to make sure that we got it right, too, and our development team did a really good job with the release.
0: Awesome. Well, congratulations on that. Let's talk about what changes have you seen in the channel over the last past couple of years?
1: Yeah, and, and without sounding like a broken record, like I said, collections has been so well established here for 20 plus years that, you know, a lot of the changes haven't been all too much on that side of the module. Just because... People have always wanted to collect money and they want to collect it in an efficient manner. The way we can do, you know, to kind of advance the product, as I mentioned, is customer suggested features. But yeah, really the collections module, we haven't seen too many different changes over time outside of the fact of the communication aspect, right? As we just mentioned, people working from home, communication needs to be a lot more centralized now. And our product does a very good job of doing that. But where we've seen one of the biggest trends here is within company data archive. And it just comes down to people being on GP for, again, I don't wanna say too long, but for long enough to where they really don't have much of a choice outside of to archive. Whether you're a two gigabyte or a two terabyte type of customer, or you have data that goes back to the late nineties. We have some customers that go, as great as it is to have this information, I don't need to see information from 1999 anymore. And I think most people could probably agree with that. Um, But that's the biggest trend we've really seen here. We've seen company data archive sales kind of skyrocket over the last three years because most of the people coming to us are saying, hey, been on GP for 20 plus years, whether or not it's a significant amount of data, I just need to organize my production company. I don't need people to go back and look at data from 2010 and prior to that. Or for those who do have two terabytes of data because they've been on for so long, they're coming to us and saying, we should have done this years ago. And that's that's a common phrase I hear all the time these days, especially working with partners. They go, Griff, I told these guys a year or two ago that they needed this module. But you know, as projects kind of happen, things get set up to the side, and then it just becomes more of a catch-up process for these types of customers. So I always say start before it's too late it's never really ever too late you can always especially with our archiving scheduler now it's helping with those customers that say hey we do have too much data but if you can get a head start on it on it run a yearly or you know run an archive twice a year just keep your data up to date uh, it makes life easier it makes your gp processes faster And makes your actual colleagues happier as well because they're not looking through data that's 20 years old. They're looking at something that is relevant to their day-to-day or week-to-week, you know, GP practices.
0: And going back to a little bit about the company, you mentioned the the UK and Australia. Where did the company start and kind of what's the history of the company
1: yeah, so Professional Advantage was established in 1989 in Sydney, Australia. We have, I believe, six offices over there today. Obviously, with the pandemic, some things have shifted a little bit, but really a core part of our business is still in Australia today. Uh-huh. Uh, we still have our weekly and bi weekly meetings with them. So yeah, it's established in the late 80s. And then we were able to bring over the business here to Fargo in, in North Dakota uh, in 1996. So it's, it was established originally in Australia for the first seven years. And then eventually it was you know, brought over here to the US where we've really established two different branches. Fargo, North Dakota kind of being the main branch. That's where I found them out of college. You had the Microsoft Center up there as well. And then we kind of branched out to Denver as well, where a lot of our colleagues reside here today. Again, with the pandemic, it's definitely shifted some things, but all in all, we're you know spread out across the globe from, from Australia, whether it be Sydney to Perth, the London, or here in the United States, we have people from Atlanta, Georgia, all the way to San Diego, California. So we pretty much covered the globe, but yeah, we were established originally in Australia.
0: Interesting. How about just any observations that you're hearing from partners? You know, I know you've worked with a lot of GP partners, but now with Business Central, what are you seeing with the new partners in the channel?
1: Yeah, so the biggest thing for us has been the trust with our partners and vice versa. I've, I've been working here myself, as I mentioned, for, for eight years. But most, if not, I'd say you know, 80 to 90 percent of our partners have been with professional advantage for 10 plus years and you don't have a relationship like that unless something is working and so we have over 250 partners that we work with today solely on the microsoft dynamics gp side of things reselling our collections management and company data archive modules and that's made the transition very easy into business central whether they're exploring it have made the leap already or they're kind of you know like us where they have one foot in the door but they're still very gp heavy it's it's made the conversations very easy because again we're trying to essentially build our gp modules for business central so there's not a lot of crossover talk there's no confusion as to what we're bringing to the market it's just them allowing us to transition them as not only GP partners, but BC partners too. So yeah, really the trust that that we have with them and they have with us. Again, if you have a you know, relationship with someone with for 10 plus years, usually things are going pretty well.
0: Yeah. For those customers that are in GP and use collection management for many years, it's nice that when they're looking to move to the cloud or move to Business Central, that you guys are there for them. and. You'll uh, help them with that transition. So
1: absolutely.
0: How about any perspective about the marketplace and you know how customers are trying to improve their operational efficiencies?
1: Yeah, I think one of the biggest trends we kind of see within the marketplace to improve efficiency is getting time back and maybe not even just us us as an industry as a society. Everybody wants to get more time in their day. And whether that be working from home, you kind of you know shave off the commute that you used to have to drive to work. That's wonderful in getting your time back in the day. Or having an actual module or modules that give you time back in your day. That's really what we've kind of seen shift here. People have always wanted more time in their day, but especially now, efficiency is more important than ever. Whether it be communications from a collection practice or having an actual scheduler for your archive practices that allow you to get more time in your day that's what we're trying to make our products do allow you to do your job more efficiently and give you more time back in your day by using these products to full effect so yeah i say that's probably the biggest trend that i've noticed and something that i truly advocate for myself is hey if you can give me an hour or two or plus that back in my day or we want to look at it from a week perspective if i can get 10 hours back from collecting that allows me to focus in on something else or spend more time with my family, whatever that may be. So, yeah, really improving the efficiency of our products to allow people to have more time doing other things.
0: It's like with great resignation, it's even hard to find people. So, everybody has to do more, you know, more work, more jobs than maybe they would have in the past. Yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely. Can attest to that a little bit myself.
0: <laughs> so, is there any industries that you work with specifically? I mean, is there any particular industries that benefit from your products?
1: Yeah. So, you know, with company data archiving collections, you know, the collections management, we're really looking for anyone and everyone on GP and Business Central that has an accounts receivable. We understand that there are some customers who the accounts receivable isn't so heavy that they need a collections module, but really anyone with AR is kind of our target market. And with company data archived, it's really anybody who's been on GP for a significant amount of time or have a has a significant amount of data that they want to speed up their GP processes or organize their historical GP data. So those two modules in itself, I hesitate to say they're very industry specific. It's more of, hey, if you're on GP or Business Central, we're targeting you. But we do have a staffing side to the business, as I mentioned earlier, and I would highly recommend if anybody's interested in learning more about our one staff front office or back office modules for GP, CRM and or now Business Central, I would recommend reaching out to myself or my colleague, Kristen Moreland, and I can put you in touch with Kristen myself, too. She's really the expert around this, and we'll be able to kind of help provide more documentation and answer questions for that industry. But yeah, our staffing products are definitely staffing specific. The healthcare industry is something where, you know, it's kind of a big target market for us. But it's certainly more direct than it is our ISV modules. Yeah. Well, thank you for that explanation. So that helped
0: me. So in, any new trends on the horizon? Like what what are you seeing? You're the product
1: manager. So what's kind of on your roadmap? Yeah, so f- for us, like I said, we just released the scheduler. So we we're going to hammer that and really market as much as possible for CDA here, probably over the next year and going forward. If there's any way that we can enhance that even more, that's really kind of our goal right now. We want to make sure that the future of archiving is more automated than it is manual work. And so we've taken the first right step here with the scheduler, but really the trend going forward is how can we eliminate manual work for you and help automate that? And that's not to say we're not doing that for collections as well, but again, don't really want to you know repeat myself, but when you have a product that has worked for 23 years, it's also one of those things where you say, hey, if it's not broken, don't fix it. And so being that that's kind of where collections is too we're just saying hey customer suggested features if you have ideas for us we're that's what all of our product development meetings are around if microsoft shifts anything in gp yes we adjust to that but i think everybody's probably aware i don't think there's any major shifts coming to my dynamics gp here in the future so we're really just saying hey what do you think is best for your collection practices Perfect. Let us know, because then we're going to try and add that to our module.
0: Awesome. So just kind of in conclusion, Griffin, what, what trends or what one reason are customers coming to see professional advantage?
1: Yeah, w- without kind of trying to sound, I guess, too self-centered, we our products are very specific to, obviously, again, Microsoft Dynamics GP and Business Central, but... Being that they are so specific to that, a lot of customers come to us because they say, hey, I know the core focus is there, right? It's not spread across multiple different ERPs. This is a GP-focused product here. And you're not going to get any of the other stuff and the other outside noise. When we develop, we're developing for that specific ERP, nothing outside of that. So we get customers who come to us and they say, hey, we're on this ERP. And partners, you know, as well, they say, hey... We have these customers that are on this ERP. They need this exact tool, none of the other outside noise. So I think that's one of the biggest advantages for us. You know, there's obviously competing products out there, but what we often see is those are targeted to multiple different ERPs where we're very specific to the ERP that we're, you know, that our product is developed for. So yeah, that's kind of the, again, going back to the trust there as well being on, you know, a Microsoft certified partner dating back to the 80s and working with a lot of partners for 10 plus years. Word of mouth is, you know, a very big form of marketing still to this day that says, hey, I know a partner. I know an ISB. I know a product that has a lot of history. It has a lot of credibility. And that's really what we're trying to go for with our products.
0: Thank you, Griffin, for joining today. It was really fun talking to you and learning a little bit more about professional advantage and yourself. If you want to reach out to Griffin, please do. So thank you so much, Griffin, for joining our show today.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Carol, for not only having us be a part of this Dynamics Con- Connection sponsorship, but having me on here today to kind of talk a little bit more about our products. It's always great to work with people who, again, have kind of that trust and that strong connection that go back several years. So uh, it's always great chatting with you, but appreciate you having me on here today. All
0: right, Thank you so much. And we'll see you again on the next episode, friends. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.